0: Welcome to the brand new travel podcast from The Times and The Sunday Times. My name is Dave Maguire, the usual podcast producer here at the newspaper. Every week we'll cherry pick the best writers from both papers to chat about their travel column. And at the end of every month we'll invite the editors into the studio to talk about the big travel issues. Remember to press the subscribe button on iTunes and head to thetimes.co.uk to read the articles in full. In the studio today we have Daniel Finkenstein. Hello Daniel. Hello. Can you tell us about where you went this week? Yes, with my family, I went to Dubai,
1: somewhere I'd always wanted to go, hadn't had a chance to do so, and I think it was the oddest place I've ever been on holiday, and I've been on holiday to Solihull in winter. Uh, It was (laughs) um, a bit mad. On the first day, my son um, looked out the window and said, uh, this place looks like it's been built by a mad millionaire, and my other son looked at him and said, what do you mean like it's been built? by a mad millionaire, because it obviously was. So... We did have a great time, and it has some real advantages for people if you're doing a trip in half term, but I can't pretend that it wasn't odd. In fact, afterwards, when I sat down to write the piece, it's probably the longest I've spent just thinking, what actually did I really think
0: about that place? It was quite hard to pin down. Well, I noticed on your column the, the, the word bonkers comes up quite a lot at the beginning, <laughs> which is a great word, but is that really what, you've, what you first thought when you got to the place, Actually, in the first piece I ever wrote for the Times, the editor cut the word
1: bonkers out because he said it wasn't very Times-like, so years (laughs) later I've got my revenge. Um, It just is a very eccentric place. So it's... Been built up out of nothing uh, in the middle, effectively of a desert. Uh, it can't say whether it's a sort of financial centre or a beach resort. You can sit; you're sitting on a beach resort, seeing a sort of New York-type skyline, which, by the way, is completely spectacular. So, if you're a fan of modern architecture, the the skyline is amazing to watch, uh, to to look at. And we we went to um, a restaurant at the Mirage Hotel and looked, just sat there and looked out at the skyline. And by itself, that was really really entertaining. But it is sort of odd in the middle of nowhere. My father-in-law went on a on a trip um, over the the sort of highways to have a look at the modern architecture. And it, it was a very, you know, sort of, it is quite a sort of empty, odd place. And you're driving along this motorway, but yet seeing these incredible buildings. So I could imagine someone going to Dubai and really not liking it. But I wasn't one of those people. First of all, I think you'd have to be quite a sort of spoiled person not to enjoy a beautiful holiday in the sun and yeah. the lovely hotels they've got because you know I'm sure we'll come on to this but the hotel the quality of the hotels is is very high people you know some of the best hotel chains are built there but also because um, you know it's very re- it's reliably hot uh, there are a lot of great fun facilities great shopping facilities and things like that so you know it is quite enjoyable but there's no question that if you are somebody who doesn't like artifice if you're a person which I'm not who kind of quite likes to go to the Somerset levels in in your wellington boots yeah. you might find um, dubai just too oppressively artificial
0: yeah we'll come on to that in a bit but in terms of practicalities for a british holiday maker how easy was it getting over there in the first place i mean is this somewhere you can see the british holiday maker going on a regular basis becoming the next south of yeah, uh, look, spain or france or somewhere it's like that? it's
1: a solution to a real problem at that time of year which is where do you go that is reliably hot. You know, we've been to lots of different places at that time of year, and some of them turn out fine to be hot enough, like the south of France was hot enough, and sometimes we've been to the Canary Islands and that's been hot enough. But we've also been to the Canary Islands and islands have been sort of blown off the beach and we've been rained out in Turkey. That won't happen to you in Dubai. So if you want somewhere reliable, Dubai is reliable. And it's, yeah, it's a completely straightforward place to go to. I suppose it it sort of sounds more exotic than it is now. You just get on a plane and go, as it were. Uh, You know, in fact, I think one objection you might even have to it is that it isn't actually all that exotic. It's extraordinary. It's bizarre. It's very entertaining. uh, It's larger than life. But I wouldn't say that it was a sort of slice of Arabia brought into Pina. Uh
0: It, it was um, much more of a holiday resort than that. In the column, it's interesting, you, uh, you mentioned the uh, Mad Ludwig uh, as a kind of reference point to the type of architecture that is going on in the city. I mean, can you just describe exactly, you mentioned the skyline there, but are the buildings just Insane is that, is that how you describe it? Just yes, I, I remember
1: sort of saying, look, there's an amazing thing. It looks just like a dolphin coming out of the water. And then somebody said, no, in fact, it's a sea sail. Uh, and the buildings are extraordinary based on uh, this sort of architecture, arch- architectural follies, really. Uh, that's where I got the idea of Mad Ludwig of Bavaria. Dubai is really a folly. Uh, it, mm. in, in, if it wasn't so financially hard-headed, it would be anyway. Uh, it, it's um, this kind of amazing theme park, I suppose, almost like a mega Disney, right? An adult mega Disney, right in the middle of uh, an area you wouldn't expect it. Uh, and I, I thought it was, you know, it's very impressive. Now, I, as so happens, I really love modern architecture, so for me it was a feast. I thought it was amazing to see these. Different buildings they are incredibly well lit. Each one is interesting, and they're not too crowded on each other, at least at this point, still building, obviously. Um, So, uh, you know, I wouldn't – obviously, no one's going to go all the way on holiday just to see a skyline. uh, But it was certainly added to the atmosphere and to a certain sort of weirdness of lying by a pool or – on a
0: beach mm. and then across the way seeing this incredible city skyline let's go back to the hotels you stayed in you and you went with your your children as well yes can you tell us a bit more about the hotels in terms of the vastness because in the in the article you described almost I got the impression reading it that you could spend the whole holiday just within one complex
1: yeah I mean I, my joke about the uh, Atlantis hotel was that it was how the Atlantis became the lost city of Atlantis because you Know, it was difficult to find your way around. I, I would say that about that about the Atlantis Palm Hotel. It is an incredible um, place, uh, really uh, huge, uh, with, by the way, uh, really incredibly good restaurants, which is a feature of this of its size. So it has properly proper brand restaurants. In fact, I would say one of the things about Dubai in general is that it will do, it has the kind of top of the range brand names in the shops and. Uh, in hotels, and the quality is very high as a result of that. But uh, anyway, in the Atlantis Hotel, uh, it was it is it was vast. You had a little sort of car to go around from one <laughs> in of the swimming pool uh, to the other. Um, it's it's monumental and enjoyable. And one of the things that's incredibly striking is in the middle of the hotel this unbelievably big uh, aquarium. Um, we went actually on a tour behind the scenes of it too, which was actually pretty interesting. But it's mesmerising, and, and and indeed it was for my six-year-old, who spent ages just standing in front of it. So it was, you know, you'd be trying to go from one place to another, and you'd have to stand for ages in the lobby as he watched the fish. But you didn't mind because the fish were
0: were worth watching. Can, can you imagine though, when your children go back to school um, or you know telling their friends about the holiday? It's it's one of those places that they would they would talk about the holiday, the kind of things that they saw, and maybe their friends might think they're they're making it up because it's just so unbelievable these yes. things that.
1: And I, I think it was uh, – so, yes, I think that um, that it is a bit – it is sort of larger than life and enjoyable. And I think, again, if you were looking for a beach holiday, but perhaps your family split between those people who just like to lie on the beach and those people who kind of like to see something different, then – Dubai does have something there because it is striking and extraordinary. At least you'd Mm. want to experience it once, and I'm certainly glad I went uh, to do that. So, so, um, and sure, when the children are trying to describe um, what the Atlantis Hotel was like, they might struggle because it is so um, sort of odd. But I do... I did think it was, you know, very good at what it did. I mean, it was very accomplished. Mm. And lots of the places you went to in Dubai, you know, the Anantara Hotel as well, where we stayed, the Mirage, which we visited, um, those uh, places, they're all very accomplished, top class hotels. And that is, I think, a big advantage of Dubai, because now there's a kind of concentration of of holiday makers and hotels. And because the weather is reliable, um, some of the biggest chains in the world have made big property investments in Dubai. And that does show. So you've got a very good range of hotels. You know, I think sometimes with the Canary Islands, which I really like, and it's been very proficient as a holiday venue, and I choose that word sort of carefully for for a family with children. So I've been keen on it. And we've gone there, and I'm going there again, um, not not too distant future. The hotel range is sometimes a bit limited um, and it's Mm -hmm. also difficult to judge between them because they're not, uh, you know, because they're sort of sui generis to the Canary Islands. But in Dubai, you've really got some of these big property, big hotel Groups who've made massive investments, sometimes on really quite spectacular projects. So, Alantara, although it's more restrained than Atlantis, which would not be difficult, anything is more restrained uh, than Atlantis, uh, was also a sort of folly in its own way. It was like a Thai hotel with kind of beach houses scattered on it, and a lagoon that links your room with other rooms uh, in That's, case that wow. you should need that. Um, which, of course, well, every hotel does. needs, yeah. <laughs> what every hotel, what every holiday maker has to have. You know, that the, that was a really um, uh, uh, impressive uh, place uh, uh, in its own right. So I, I thought uh, my, my father-in-law stayed at Sofitel, uh, and he also found that you know it's a, it's a, that's obviously a top of the range brand hotel. Uh, these are these are not obviously cheap hotels, mm. providing that you can stretch to it. And and it wasn't out of the league of all these holidays, uh, it was certainly, you know, worthwhile. But you've got to like that sort of thing. You know, if you do not, if you want countryside or you want um, authentic culture uh, as opposed to uh, sort of modern, modern sort of, Attractions built to entertain people. Uh, you might not like Dubai, but I'm a Londoner. You know, I have plenty of authentic culture and can go to all the great cities of the world yeah. or whatever. I've been lucky enough to do that. Uh, to me, that that
0: downside of Dubai didn't matter that much, but it might, to other holidaymakers, it might. Hugo Rifkin in the Did You Read podcast from The Times last week Went to Dubai and he wasn't too complimentary about the city. He said that um, ironically, it's turned back into a, a cultural desert because of the big investments. So, you know, people are buying up property and then just leaving it as a, as a, as a, almost like a piggy bank. Did you think the city felt that soulless in a way? Um, well, or was it exciting? I'm not, I'm not just about to move there or yeah. run
1: for the local council. Um, you know, I, I I was just going on holiday. Uh, you right. know, and you uh, and and that's that's the way you've got to look at Dubai. I I, I think it'd be a quite an odd place to spend time, and I wouldn't want to work there either. Um, you know, I'm saved for the fact that the work might be particularly interesting. But but I but as a place. You know, so we're but analysing it as a place to go. I, I would think actually it might uh, put its, f- well, might put a finger on a sort of difference between Hugo's character and mine. I suppose I'm quite low <laughs> rent uh, in in terms of um, my cultural interests, um, and quite happy to put up with um, somewhere whose main um, throbbing cultural uh, centre is a shopping shopping mall. Mm.
0: Right. Okay. Well, I mean the multiculturalism of the place um obviously there are a lot of people that come into it for for the industry for the travel and again you mentioned that you were just there for the you weren't there for the culture there to relax did that um did that strike you as something that was forced at all or was it just something that was just nice about it
1: no you know i didn't i didn't um find it oppressive in any way so sometimes you do go to a place and you feel very uh it's very much stratified. So you feel uncomfortable with the staff because you feel that you're in a uh, sort of an unpleasant relationship. You, you are in a sort of um, oppressive type of uh, relationship. And, and even in quite a brief period, the politics of that can become uh, quite um, difficult. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I have to say that, that um, my wife was affected in that way by the opulence of Dubai. Um, that is to say, you know, and also by the climate. Uh, yeah, it was, do, do, do b- both those things are enough to kind of turn you to the left uh, briefly. But I would say, but but in terms of the multicultural mix, there have been other places I've gone to where I felt more like um, an imperialist conqueror. Right. Um, and it's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, than being served by people, and um, that was not Dubai did not make you feel like that. It didn't make you feel uncomfortable in that way, and that's
0: uh, I think an important feature of it. Okay, great. So we must um touch on the weather, and you, you mentioned, I mean, you touched on it before. But is it is it almost too hot? I mean, people like you and myself, we're fairly pale skinned, and you know, I, I've got a touch of ginger about me. So even in the British weather, I I might get burnt to a toast. Is it? Yeah. A step too far, say, from the Canaries or... Well, Burns
1: doesn't come into it because I can't go out um, even in quite mild sunshine. Yeah. But this is a whole other league. I don't know if you've ever seen Good Morning Vietnam where he says, you know, it's hot. It's dang hot. Yeah. Uh, and that was how hot it was <laughs> uh, a lot of the time. And and it would just like peak in the middle of the day where you think this cannot get... this If this gets any hotter, I actually will definitely have to go inside and then it drops Just a bit. Um, But, you know, the flip side of that is um, it was reliably swimming pool weather. You could always be outside. You knew (laughs) it was going to be sunny. That is... A big advantage if you've only got a week of holiday, you know. There's enough. I've been on several times. It's been really frustrating. You go on on a holiday which you're hoping for sunshine, and it's either cool or it rains all the time. And you know, when it rains and you're in one of these holiday resorts with like three um, small children, and basically they're into swimming and uh, playing around outside, uh, what do you do with them? Mm. And I've had that once or twice on a holiday, and it really has been bad. Now you won't get that problem in Dubai. This is the reason why it's uh, it's a very From from a kids' holiday point of view, uh, you know it's it's expensive. I will say that, and obviously the flight's not it's not round the corner. Mm -hmm. Although it's not absolutely long haul, you know it's certainly quite a reasonably lengthy flight. uh, But uh, the one thing about it is you can rely on it in weather terms. You're not going to be sat inside trying to entertain your children. But stay out the. The sea is that right? <laughs> well, actually, the, the people said to me that the sea was warmer than um, than the. Uh than the swimming pool and it was clearly also quite calm in certain places because effectively it's sort of going around the palm so it's not um, choppy so it was attractive in that way but it had these
0: signs saying um, beware of a jellyfish Um, so uh, I did beware them (laughs) (laughs) well that would that would keep me out of the water Uh, finally uh, so we need uh, one tip from you for potential travelers to the city and uh, one thing to avoid putting you on the spot here One tip is, if you do want to go up the tallest building in the world,
1: it's in Dubai, but you have to book it in advance. Uh, Because if you don't book it in advance, it costs £80 on the day ahead, uh, and you might not even then be able to go up it. Uh, So I wished I'd gone up it, but I was only able to do that if I'd booked it ahead. That's my one tip for travellers. The thing that I probably wouldn't bother with is trying desperately to seek original culture by going to the souks. Actually, in the end, those are really just a way of badging a, a, a shop that doesn't have air conditioning.
0: Daniel Finkerstar, thanks very much.
1: Hi, I'm Tim Montgomery, the presenter of another Times podcast from the opinion pages called Did You Read? It's the perfect weekly snapshot of some of the best writing in the newspaper. Find out more by heading to thetimes.co.uk slash comment central and search Did You Read to subscribe on iTunes.